One of the most captivating and, and beautiful things about the Lord's heart for me is the way that he heals. Uh, his heart, as we're told in the gospel, is moved with pity for us. And a huge part of the ministry of the Lord in the gospels, obviously, but also throughout the Old Testament are just all of the, the many different ways that the Lord heals us. And he, he really does that. And I, I wanna talk with you tonight about six ways that we can receive that gift of the Lord's healing. And in getting toward that, just a, a couple things just initially that, that we need to, to really be firm and, and clear on. First is the Lord still does heal. It, it is still a huge part of what he does. Uh, it may be better to talk not so much about healing as, as much as restoration because the Lord heals because we live in a world that is so wounded by sin that, that things are present in our world that were not part of God's original plan for creation. The, the, the biggest is sin itself. That was never part of what God designed for us. And with sin came death, and with death came illness, and every other way that you and I experience brokenness. So when the Lord heals, what he's doing is He's restoring us back to what he originally intended and designed and wanted for us. And he does that here and now. But the beautiful thing is, is that in heaven, all will be healed. Everyone who is with the Lord eternally will experience the fullness of every healing that we could ever desire in body, mind, and spirit. There is no death in heaven, there's no cancer, there's no anxiety or depression. To be with the Lord eternally is to be utterly filled with the fullness of God's life and love. It's, it's perfect, it's why our hearts long for that. That is heaven. Everyone who is with the Lord eternally in that way will experience the fullness of, of that healing. So it's all coming and even if one does not experience healing in a particular way in this life on earth, now it will come ultimately. So that's an important thing for us to, to be aware of. So we're waiting for that, but even now the Lord does heal in body, in mind, and in spirit. But there is a hierarchy to it all. What we may often regard as the most important healing that God could, could grant to us may not be the most important as he sees it. So here's an example. Can cancer prevent you from entering into eternal life with God? Can cancer do that? No, absolutely not. No, not at all. But can mortal sin prevent you from entering into eternal life with God. Yeah, so you see the hierarchy. For the Lord, the most important healing that he can grant to us is the healing of, of our sins, the forgiveness of our sins that brings healing with it. So for the Lord, that's always the most important thing, and that is the healing that is always opened and available to all of us. Any one of you can and should freely, three times a week at St. John's, head to reconciliation to, to receive the gift of God's mercy. 
He never withholds it. When we have a contrite heart, when it's our sincere desire to be forgiven and to amend our lives, he offers the gift of mercy to everyone. He doesn't withhold it at all. And he does that because that is the healing that's absolutely necessary for us to be in relationship with him here and now, which he wants, and for all eternity. So he, he heals, but that's the greatest healing that he can give. He also heals not only in that most important way, spiritually through mercy, but he also heals in the mind, in interiorly. And what I, what I mean is there are wounds that you and I have endured that, that we carry in our hearts, in our minds, just from living in a broken world. And so it could be that, that someone grew up in a home where their mom and their dad just really struggled to communicate their love for their son or their daughter, for you, say. And maybe you grew up kind of wondering, like, I don't know if they really, if they really love me. They, they, they don't tell me, they don't show it to me. And we know there are moms and dads who really struggle with that. And so that child can, can grow up with a wound where there's just a lot of doubt around whether or not they're deeply, genuinely, unconditionally loved. The Lord wants to heal that. He really does. The things that, that get in the way of our being able to love God and be loved by Him, the things that get in the way of being able to love others and be loved by others, the Lord wants to heal that. Sometimes that healing can take a while, but the Lord wants to heal in that way. And then, of course, he wants to heal physically, and he does heal physically. In, in my priestly ministry over the years, it's just been a huge blessing, a privilege to be able to see all of the ways that the Lord heals physically. And it, it runs across the board. It's not always, obviously, but he still does do that. And so, in, in all of that, um, it, it's important for us to remember, Lord, in the big picture, you will heal all of those who are with you forever in heaven. Here and now, you are always ready to, to heal the wound of sin. The other healings you will do, but we don't always understand your plan. And so we want to be open. We need to be open to letting him act in ways that he's just sovereignly doing what he knows is best, even when it doesn't match up with, with what we would like it to be or healing that comes in a different way. So with that, just want to encourage you, know, believe, hope in, in the Lord's power to heal that way. And with all of that said, I want to look at the, at the leper tonight as the example for us. And I, I mentioned to you, I, I want to share with you six ways that the Lord heals us. And as we look at those ways, the Lord is inviting us, calls us, to have the faith of the leper, if you will it, you can make me clean. It's a beautiful statement of faith. And so, have that faith. Believe in, in the Lord's power, his desire to heal. And then, the second thing that we need to do that the leper did is, he put himself in the place to receive that healing. However it was that he heard that Jesus was gonna be passing by, he put himself in a place for that encounter, and we need to do that. And so with all of that, six, six opportunities for healing for, for each of us. The first goes back to the most important thing that I mentioned, the, the Lord's healing of our sins. 
The sacrament of reconciliation is a sacrament of healing. And it's not one that, 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 we, that we should be, I, I hope not, but I know many are. We, we shouldn't come to it with fear. We shouldn't come to it uh, in, in, in a way where we, we feel like it's just all judgment on us. It's a sacrament of healing. And the Lord's grace there is able to get down into the roots of our hearts to bring healing from the wounds of sin. Not only forgiving what we've already done, but healing our hearts so that going forward we're able to grow in our love of God and love of neighbor. So there's a huge amount of healing that comes in that sacrament. Secondly, the healing in the sacrament of the Eucharist. I, I mentioned this, I feel like a fair amount just before we come to receive them in communion, and I, I often wanna give you the encouragement to expect healing because you're meeting the Lord in as real of a way as the leper did. The outward form is different. Bread that, that just looks like bread, but it's the Lord, really, truly, fully present. Body, blood, soul, divinity. And so, I, to have you understand the Eucharist as a sacrament of healing is huge, but it's another massive way that the Lord gives us the healing that comes any time that we have a genuine encounter with Him. A third way, again, this one is also sacramental, is the anointing of the sick. The anointing of the sick is the sacrament of healing for those who are enduring some kind of, of greater illness. It wouldn't be for the light stuff. There, there's lots of healing from the Eucharist when there, there are the, the, the smaller kinds of ways that we're enduring some kind of illness. But when it's, when it's a biggie, when you've been diagnosed with cancer, when you're getting ready to go in for major surgery, things like that, Come, ask me, ask Father Jeremy, ask Father Maurice for the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. It's not just for those who are on their deathbed, although we certainly, if someone is, is beginning to decline, we want to anoint them as well. But it is a powerful sacrament of healing. In that sacrament, the Lord pours out healing at those three levels I've mentioned, body, mind, and most especially the soul, the healing through God's mercy. Um, another way that we receive healing, this is number four, through scripture. When we pray with scripture, in God's word, he is very often reminding us and teaching us about the way that he's created us, the world. He teaches us about who he is. So all of the stuff that we wouldn't learn in a, in a world broken by sin, we read the truth of who God made us to be, who he is, the way he wants the world to be. But when we read about that in scripture, remember that God's word has the power to bring about and make happen the very thing that we're reading and praying with in scripture. And so there's a healing power in scripture so that when I read that God is merciful, he wants to make the truth of that mercy real in me. And if I grew up in a home where like my mom and dad were just not forgiving and I had to really work for and earn forgiveness and I think that it works the same way with God, when I read in scripture about how merciful his heart is, he wants to heal the stuff in me that, that has trouble welcoming that gift of mercy. So there's a huge healing power in scripture. Another one, we are so blessed here at St. John's. We have an, an amazing team of Catholic counselors who serve out of our parish. And it's, the ministry's grown over the last couple of years since it was launched. There's a huge amount of healing that our, our Catholic counselors get to be part of as God works in that way. And I just want to encourage you, especially in this day and age now, where for, for so many of us, just 
the place of our mental health, our spiritual health, we, we need healing. And this is a huge, beautiful way that, that we can receive it. In the bulletin and out on our website, you can find just the, how to get in touch with the counseling team that way. But again, they're, they're coming from it out of a place of faith, which is awesome, which is the worry that a lot of people have with secular counseling is, are, are they gonna appreciate where I'm coming from as a, as a man or a woman of faith? The final way is another ministry here in the parish uh, which I, I've mentioned at different times, but it's the ministry uh, that's called Unbound. Unbound is aimed particularly at the healing that we need from a lot of the different lies that we picked up and have picked up in life. So I mentioned already a lot of the stuff, the junk, the, the wounds that, that we experience growing up in families that, that are imperfect. Unbound is a beautiful ministry here in the parish it's a national ministry, but we have teams here that helps to free us from the lies of the enemy that often hold us back. The wounds inside of me that, that, that lead me to believe that I can't possibly be loved, God could never forgive me, or I'm not worthy of having a, a good friendship or relationship with someone. I mean, there's all kinds of different lies that that kind of lock onto our hearts and our minds. The Lord wants to free us and deliver us from those lies. The Unbound Ministry really beautifully gets deep into that to help us to become aware of the different things that we're operating under in life and to bring us freedom and healing in that. So six ways that are, that are open and available to us to receive the healing that flows from the Lord's heart. For us, we wanna imitate the leper to believe and have faith. Lord, if you will it, you can heal me. And then to put ourselves into a place for that encounter with the Lord that the healing from his heart can flow into our lives.